Hello, and welcome to the VGA podcast. This is episode 22. It's Caleb and Alex back with you again. Welcome, Alex. How are you doing on this Super Bowl Sunday? Good. Ready? Ex- ex- well, kind of excited, not excited about the teams, but, uh, <laughs> excited for, you know, get together with friends and family and eat some food. Yeah, same. I'm not too excited about the teams, but it should be fun. For uh, Usher at halftime, too. Yeah, there you go. That'll be cool to see. And Taylor Swift seeing her about five or six or seven or 20 times. 100 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, good. Nice, nice. Uh, so this week, we have a nerd pop quiz about Halo Combat Evolved because the second season of the Halo show has started. So we decided to brush up on our Halo trivia. We also have for better or for worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that. Um, yeah. We also have a video game music trivia. And this one, it does have a theme. I'm going to ask you at the end of the quiz what the theme is. And if you get it right, you'll get a bonus point. So that's a new little wrinkle in this game. I'll, I'll talk about that again, too. Sweet. And then we have a guess the game. We'll do about 10 of them, see how good we are at identifying games from screenshots. Um, and then after that, we'll talk about Masters of the Air, Episode 4. Um, we'll probably also talk about Halo. Uh, I know you have a question about um, the future of Nintendo. And uh, then we'll mm-hmm. just kind of discuss what we've been playing, what we've been watching. So I think we got a good episode. Sounds fun. All right, let's get into the Nerd Pop Quiz, Halo Combat Evolved. Um, So there's going to be 10 multiple choice questions just about the game. Um, Some like more secretive stuff in the game, maybe some Easter eggs. Um, And then I have five questions where I will give you a Wikipedia like entry about a Halo Combat Evolved map. You have to tell me what map it is talking about. Oh, interesting. Okay. Can I, can I, can I have a cheat sheet of names? Yes, I will. I will allow you. Yeah. You can bring up um, just a list of the names of the maps is fine. Yeah. Not what they look like or anything. Just a a list of the names. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's works. Okay. I can work with that. And then let's see what your buzzers are going to be like this week. So if you get a question, right, it will sound like this. Victory! We got a grunt. We got a little grunt friend. And uh, if you get it wrong, he'll say, Not again! No! <laughs> I'm pretty sure they say that one when they get stuck by a, a sticky grenade. A sticky grenade. <laughs> yeah. Which it's makes funny me think. They say not again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> makes you think this has happened before? <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. I'm going to want to play Halo after this. <laughs> uh, Okay. Hey, but that's another thing we talk about. Maybe we will be able to play Halo after this on the PS5 soon. True. Although I've been still, hearing about that stuff. Yeah, I still have my Xbox, but so I can play it right now. Haha. Ha. But, oh, but yeah, I have heard about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We can definitely yeah, give our that's thoughts. That's something on we can that. talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But first, let me own this quiz. Okay. We'll start off with I. I think some pretty two pretty easy questions. Um, but if you, oh, great. I, they're kind of just like if you know, you know, and if you don't. Good luck. You're going to have to guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. First question What style of game was Halo originally planned to be? Was it, uh, was it originally planned to be a strategy game? That's why they made Halo Wars. Final answer. 
Let's see, was it originally going to be a strategy game? Victory! <laughs> yes, it was a real-time strategy. They changed it all a bunch of times. Like, it was at one time a third-person shooter, and then they switched it to first-person shooter. Um, but at the very start... Oh, yeah, first-person shooter on there. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was all, always planned to be that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then they stuck yeah, with the first person. They, isn't that kind of where Halo Wars kind of came about, they like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that I'm makes assuming sense. Maybe they're like, like we were planning it, might as well make a little spin off. Go back to their roots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, does, did they say why they switched it? Uh, I think they just playing around with it, trying different things. They they made it a first person shooter, and were like, yeah, we like this better. Something I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was just them trying stuff out. Or maybe multiplayer made it that way. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's interesting. Yeah. What was Halo originally planned to be released for? So it, was it planned just to be released for PC only? You want to go with that? Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'll go with that. Let's see. Is oh, it yeah. PC? Not again! Yeah. I know it was on PC already. It was on PC, and that, that was, was that was. I wasn't one, sure. If, like, yeah, that was one of the multiple choice answers. So you you've got three to oh, pick okay. from now. So it's not PC. Was it originally planned to be released for Macintosh, Xbox, or PlayStation? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Macintosh. Final answer. Let's see. Is it Macintosh? Victory! Yes. <laughs> Yay! Yep they they like unveiled it at some. Um, Apple like conference thing, and um, it was going to be on Macintosh, but then they got um, Bungie got bought by Microsoft, I believe, and then went on to Xbox. Well, was Xbox already a thing, or was Halo one of the first games for the Xbox? It was one of the first games, so they they bought it and then made it one of the launch titles for Xbox. Okay, that makes sense. Or, wow, or, or an early on Xbox game. Didn't... Can you imagine if Xbox set up? Would Xbox? Well, I was gonna say, would Xbox be where they were today without Halo? But they're not really anywhere today. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wouldn't have been as good for them without Halo. Yeah, like they wouldn't have had the 360 days right without Halo. Yeah, they would have had to. I don't think so. Yeah, and like even Halo CE with all the LAN parties, and then like Halo Two with the Xbox Live. I definitely don't think that would have been yeah. as lucrative. Yeah, because that's one thing. Xbox, you know, hate or love or trash Microsoft all you want, but online play, they nailed that in the early generations. Yep, absolutely. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, God, I miss it. Yep, it's so different now. It really is. Even even playing Halo or anything, any online, it just it does not feel the same. Is it because we're older or is it because... I think it's more so technology is so advanced now to where Xbox used to be how we socialized. Yeah, I think that and everybody's in their own party or not on voice chat and like so it's that's it's just true. Different. Of the game chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, so you got a point for that one. You're at three points. Okay, next question. The dialogue spoken by the elites in Halo Combat Evolved was made by reversing and slowing sound clips of which character? So they took some voice lines from a character and slowed them and reversed them and it made the elites. 
dialogue. Uh, was it John Johnson's voice? I believe. Final answer. Let's see. Sergeant Johnson. Show me Sergeant Johnson. Victory! Yep. Nice. Hey, I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, the they're like wart 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 sound is him saying go 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 and reversed and mm-hmm. slowed down and stuff. Yeah, pretty interesting. And how you don't have Sergeant Johnson in the show? Sorry, how are you ranting about the show? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Which level in Halo Combat Evolved features all of the pilotable vehicles in the game? Ooh. This is a campaign Um, level. Is it... I could see it. I gotta remember the name. I believe it's... It's the level, I believe it's the level with the snow, right? But I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I think it is. Maybe. The one where you're hitting the, what's that? There's a couple levels with snow. Yeah, I think it's, uh, um, if I remember correctly. If you want to look up the list of like campaign levels too, that's fine. All right, I'll, let me look that up, and I won't look at any pictures or anything. I believe... Let me see here. Okay, I haven't pulled up. It's when they're hitting the... Okay, so I think it's this one. The assault on the to the control room, I think. I think it's when you're hitting all the control rooms. Final answer. Let's see, is it assault on the control room? Victory! Yes, it is! Yay! Yes. Yay! Yes, yeah, you yeah. could, like, see it, but you just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can see it, picture it, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only level where you can pilot the tank. That's some of the other ones have all, a lot of the other vehicles, but they don't have the tank. So that's the, the only tank. one. Yep. yep. If you look closely at the shotgun shells in Halo Combat Evolved, what animal's face can be seen on them? Hmm. Uh, sorry, I was drinking water. It's a, um, it's a hippo, right? Final answer. Let's see. Is it a hippo? Victory! Nice. I I did not know that one before I looked up some trivia about this. So yeah, I'm surprised. Very nice. I think I saw it in some YouTube video review. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Well, like, you know, those reviews that are like kind of goofy reviews, pointing out little stuff. Yeah. Yep. So that's the only reason I saw that. Very nice. Which is weird. I wonder what like the story is behind that. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't really find what like what a reason. The reason <laughs> no, I think it might have just been they were just ah, let's throw this hippo on there. <laughs> Some of the dialogues spoken by the Marines comes directly from which film? Hmm. I'm just gonna. I don't know this one, but I'll just guess. Uh... Let's just guess, uh, I'm going to guess Terminator, final answer. Let's see, is it Terminator? Not again! No! Oh. <laughs> oh, is it, uh, let me guess one more before I see multiple. Tra- is it Starship Troopers, final answer? <laughs> Let's see. Not again! 
again. Nope. <laughs> no. All right, I'll get to be to be fair. In some Halo game, there probably is some dialogue with that, but uh, in Halo Combat <laughs> Evolved, um, so does the dialogue spoken by submarines comes from Aliens, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, Planet of the Apes, or Independence Day? I'm gonna say Aliens. A final answer. Let's see. Show me aliens. Victory! Nice, yes, yeah. you got oh. it. Yep. I should have thought of that, because that makes total sense. Yeah, and the game is like was originally like heavily influenced by aliens. Um, I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So they took some dialogue and threw it in there on some throwaway marine lines. Man, I should have guessed that one. How many weapons in Halo Combat Evolved can only zoom in to two times magnification? Ooh, two times. Yes. Um, uh, is it one? Let's see. Is it just you hold? Oh, now I'm trying to think. Is it just one? Let me hold on, let me let me think. I'm thinking. Yep. Um I'm trying to I'm kinda of going through the list because the assault rifle you cannot. There was no battle rifle in that game. Shotgun you cannot. Oh, you know, I think you can with the rocket launcher. Sniper, you can do four. Let's do two. I think it's I think it's the rocket launcher and the pistol. All right, let's see if it's two with the rocket launcher and the pistol. Victory! <laughs> Could not have said it better myself. Yes, the sniper can zoom in to 2x and to 10x, so that one is not one. It's just the pistol and the rocket launcher. You nailed it. Yep, I had to think about the rocket launcher for a second. Like, wait a second. I, yep. You can. You just can't lock in in right. Halo 1. You can lock in with Halo 2. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Okay. And now, with this in a similar vein, how many distinct distinct species of Covenant are encountered in Halo Combat Evolved? Mm. Uh, let's see. Like distinct, as in like elites and grunts. Yep. Like specifics. Oh, okay. Uh, well, elites, grunts. Well, you got the brutes. That's three. Jackals is four. Um, is there any other elites? I think that's it. I'm gonna say four because there's no. Wait, hold on. Sorry, there's no, no brutes in Halo One. I'm I'm talking about uh, what are the what are the big guys? I don't remember their names. Hunters. So hunters, elites, jackals. And grunts. I think four. Final answer. Let's see. Is it four species? Victory! Nice. Yay! When you said gr brutes, I was like, uh-oh, is he going to get tripped up by the brutes? Yeah. But yeah, I see where you were, your head was at. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Okay. And I like how you said, because I was about to, you know, think of the flood, but you said covenants. So like, yep. wait, what's covenant? Yeah, with the flood it could get weird because then you have like flood that take over the elites, flood that take over humans. Like, do those count as yeah. different ones? Yeah. 
And are are all the flood species different, or are they just called the flood? I think they're just called the flood, and then it's based on what they take over uh, that give them their different forms. But I think I'm sorry, what's that? I can hear for a second. So, like the flood, like the little flood things are all kind of just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're classified because they are probably is like in deep lore, but I don't know if Halo One's. Yeah, that's why I stuck to just the covenant because it's a little yeah. <laughs> clearer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God. In the mission The Maw, there is a special non hostile grunt you can find that has been called the Thirsty Grunt. What is special about him? Oh, man, I remember this. Uh, man, I, I remember this. I don't remember what was. Oh, thank Alex, because you can get a. You got an achievement, didn't you? Yeah. Well, at least in the, at least in the anniversary. Yeah. Um. Let me think here. Does he? Oh man. I think he. Uh. Thank Alex. So you go. Isn't so it's the warthog section, right? Yep. Yep, you like stop stop off at a tunnel and get out of the warthog and walk down it and you find him. Does he just have a does he just have something like a special dialogue? Or does he do something? Let me see. Thank God, because I gotta remember. He, God, I don't. I just remember. I, I don't know. I feel like I remember dialogue. I don't remember anything else. But so I'll just say, like, does he have special dialogue? See, I'll just say. I don't know if that's the right answer, but does he have special dialogue? That's exactly <laughs> oh, it. Nice. Okay. I was just. I don't remember him like doing anything crazy. Yeah. He kind of just stands there, doesn't attack, and has some unique dialogue that's just that only he has. Yeah, okay. I was thinking too hard about this question. Yeah, you almost (laughs) psyched yourself out. (laughs) But nicely done. What is shown in the short additional cutscene after beating the game on legendary difficulty? Doesn't it show Master Chief flying away and taking off his helmet? But you don't see his face. Uh, final answer. See, it, does it show Master Chief's face? Or taking off his helmet, I mean. Not again! No, so, it's a Halo 2. So it does show that, but it shows that, I believe, on every difficulty. There's, it does. There's okay. a certain thing that is only shown on the legendary difficulty. Okay. Let me... Okay. Yeah, let me get the multiple choice yeah, and maybe so, I'll drop my memory again. Does it, I beat this game on legendary. <laughs> <laughs> does it show Master Chief's face? Does it show a group of grunts dancing in a circle? Does it show Johnson and, a, and an elite sharing a hug? Or does it show hunters without their armor? Mm. I, I actually don't remember this. Uh, is it a group of Grunts dancing in a circle, final answer. Let's see, is it a group of grunts dancing in a circle? Not again! No. 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 This. 
it actually shows Johnson and Elite. They're like fighting hand to hand and then they see the explosion and then they say something like, well, this is Johnson says like, well, this is it or something. And then they hug. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I, Cause I know I've beaten this game on legendary, so I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. And then Johnson's just fine in the next one, which is, you know, kind of weird, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, he's immortal. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Interesting. So, okay. So that's the 10 um, regular multiple choice questions. Now let's go into guess the map. And this will be based on okay. a Wikipedia description. Um, so you can have a list of the names of the multiplayer maps. And then I'm going to read yeah, you okay. a Wikipedia description that I pulled. And you have to tell me which map that applies to. Okay. I have the, the names of okay. the maps. First one, we'll start off kind of easy, I think. But we'll see. This map is an outdoor map set in a tiny canyon featuring two symmetrical bases that are separated by a small creek. This map is well suited for small, usually team-based games between two and eight players. Uh, this is Battle Creek, then Lancer. Let's see, is this Battle Creek? Victory! Yep, <laughs> you got it. Nice. Probably like the, the like... Basic foundation multiplayer map. Yeah, that's such a great yeah. map. It is. I loved it. Yeah. Halo 1 has a lot of great maps. I don't, yeah, and the yeah, that's true because they would remake it in newer ones <laughs> and they would end up being my favorite in the newer ones too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Especially a specific one, which I know you'll have in this. Well, let's see. Let's move on to the next one. This map is set in an enclosed, semi-symmetrical canyon with a base at either end and an open field between. The level supports vehicles and is recommended for 4 to 16 players. And this map is also enti almost entirely devoid of life, save for some sparse grass and bushes. Blood Gulch. <laughs> Let's see, is this one Blood Gulch? Victory! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to have that one in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This map is a medium-sized map suited for 4v4 action. The map is set inside a Forerunner installation on Halo. It's a simple asymmetrical map with multi-leveled buildings on each side of the map. And on the first floor, it is littered with many small blocks. Uh, I think this is Hang 'em High, right? Final answer. Let's see, is this Hang 'em High? Or yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. I second guess myself. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. I, I, did not, I did not know that was a forerunner yeah. installation. Yeah. Interesting. Me neither, really. But I guess thinking about the way the map looks, it makes sense. It looks like it's on yeah, Halo. Yeah, no, it does make sense. So, yeah. That's interesting. I used to love that map when I used to play. I think that might be my favorite map in Halo 1. Yeah, same. Pistols hanging I think so too. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was legendary. <laughs> <laughs> This map is a sort of circular map with a multitude of teleporters, tunnels, and passages. The most notable feature of this map is the central section of elevated tunnels. The strategic value lies in the two exit points which allow a player to drop unexpectedly from the ceiling through a wide hole into the enemy section of the base. Um, I believe this is... what's the name of it? Let me see here. 
Is it multiple teleport tunnels and passages? Oh man, I'm looking at the names. I gotta let me see if I remember the name. Um, with the circular, what is the name? Man, uh, let me see here. Yeah, I feel like this one, it's a good map, but I don't feel like I played it as much as Blood Gulch and Hingham High. Is it? Okay, I think this is, is it Rat Race, final answer? Let's see, is it Rat Race? Victory! Nice! Yeah, okay, okay. Got it. I reckon, yeah. I didn't play this one as much either. Um, I mean, I, I remember still liking this map. It's yeah. not really a map I didn't like, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, well, they're all pretty good for certain different like game types and stuff. Some of them, you yeah. Play. yeah, yeah, they all had a different feel, which I like. Okay, all right, well, you're doing great. Let's move on to the last question. This map is set aboard a Forerunner space station, apparently in orbit around Threshold, as the planet is, is visible through the windows as well as the moon basis. A small symmetrical map where battle is fast and furious, the four pillars near the center of the map support a cross-shaped system of catwalks. These catwalks are accessible only by teleporter. Okay. Uh, I, I believe this one is... Is this one Prisoner? Final answer? Let's see. Is it Prisoner? No. no, I have. Is it a? Is it? Oh, I got. I think if it's not this, it's in a space station. So I'm an idiot. I think it's a. What's it called? Is it? You can get the multiple choice if you want it to. Oh, hold on. I want to try to get with. The, I think. If I think I know what this is, I just got to remember. Try to remember what name it was. Oh man, uh, is it? Is this a forerunner station? On uh, a space station, visible through. It's a planet. It's visible through the windows. It's the moon base. It's a small sphere. Is it derelict or derelict or whatever it's called? Final answer. Let's see. Is it derelict? Nice. You did get it. Yeah, I always thought derelict was a like a covenant thing with the like lighting and stuff. I didn't realize it was a. Forerunner. I thought it was covenant too. Yeah, it makes it, it actually knowing that makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you did really good on those. Um, I have that you got twenty six out of thirty. Um, okay. I may have missed one. Let's see. No, hey, I'll yep. still like 26 out of 30. I think, yeah, no, you did get 26 out of 30. Uh, that's a good score. Yeah, good job. Okay, yeah, I'm pro I'm, I'm happy with that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Oof. you know your Halo 1. God, I mean, I've only probably played a billion hours of Halo 1 and 2 <laughs> and 3. <laughs> yeah. So I hope I would know a little bit of it. <laughs> we used to replay the campaigns every year together. Yeah, oh, I love that campaign. Oh, so do I. Oh, so fun. Okay, let's move Hello. on. Hello. 
Great song. Speaking of songs. Cool. Transition. Video game music trivia, episode 22. Um, so on this one, I'm going to play you a video game song. You're going to listen to it. I can give you the year it was released if you need a hint. Um, and then if you get yeah. the game right, you score a point. And this one is themed. There is a theme that connects all of these songs, but I'm not going to tell you that theme. At the end of the game, if you can tell me what the theme is, then I will give you a bonus point. So you technically could get 11 out of 10 on this one. Or if you miss one, you can make it up with that bonus. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. First song. What video game is this song from? Hmm. Um, let me hear a few more seconds. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There's a few things that pop in my head. I, uh, let's go with... For me, it kind of sounds like... A, I don't know. There's a few things. So, uh, part of me, it sounds like a Skyrim-type game or Witcher-type game or Assassin's Creed, type, you know, like an open-world-type game. Part of me, it sounds like Halo, part of me. Part of me okay. thinks it sounds like... A, You know, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. Just, let's just go with Skyrim. I'm gonna see if that's it. Or yeah, I'm gonna go Skyrim first. Final answer. I don't know if it is Skyrim though. I'm, I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> you want to stick with Skyrim? Yeah, stick with Skyrim. Not again. Okay. No. What, what year? This came out in 2010. Okay. 2010. Was it 360 PS3? Yep. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man, that's... Try to think of... Let's go with... Um... Hmm. That sounds like God of War 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Is it... It still kind of sounds like Halo to me. What game? What Halo game came out in 2010? Halo... Is it Halo Reach? That sounds like Reach. On Lancer? All right, let's see. Is it Halo Reach? Victory! It is. Oh, oh yes. Okay. I kind of wanted Woo. to make this make you second guess yourself. Like, oh, is this Reach? Or we just talked about Halo. <laughs> is that just in my head? <laughs> I know. That's why. Like, that's why. Like, it, it did feel a little <laughs> in my head. Like, oh, it can't be Halo right away. <laughs> you mind tricked me, man. <laughs> I got you. But hey, no, you got it. You got it. 
That's funny. They knew it, it sounded too atmospheric for like uh unless it was like for in a specific level in Halo, but for like an overall theme. If yep. it seemed more like Reach, because Reach had that more uh uh like melodic, kind of sad, like yeah, for sure. Atmospheric. It did. Yep, so this was the saber level where you get to fly the saber. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, next one. Ooh, interesting. Oh. Oh, what year? This game came out in 2002. Um, okay, so like GameCube. It sounds GameCube-ish. No, actually, it doesn't sound... Okay, there's two things that pop my head. Like a Mario game, or like, also like, I think it's, it sounds like Kingdom Hearts. And I don't know if it was Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. I think 2002, that's older. I think, so I'm going to guess Kingdom Hearts 1. Let's see, is no? it Kingdom yes. Hearts? Got it. Oh, yes. oh the gummy ship. See, that's why I recognized it because yep. I was replaying the New York Kingdom Arts. I think <laughs> it's still a similar song. Yeah, I think they do. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Right. Okay. Nice. Next song. What is this from? I don't know where you at, but it sounds beautiful. Yep. Hmm. What year? This game came out in 2012. 2012. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. First thing that pops in my head. It sounds kind of like a space type theme. First thing that popped in my head, a 360 game that's spacey theme. It sounds like a Mass Effect game. I don't know which one, so I'll just say 2012 is probably a later Mass Effect. It's also a Mass Effect 3. Let's see, is it Mass Effect 3? Victory! Absolutely nailed yeah. it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, I don't know why. When I besides Halo, when I think of 360, even though I never played them back then, Mass Effect is so big. Yeah, I love those games. Oh, they're so good. This is probably the music is good. I yeah, my favorite song from Mass Effect Three. Oh, and I still need to play a second and third one. Oh, those are Mass Effect Two is. One of the best games of all time. I love that game. Yeah, a lot of people love that second one. I really love the first one, so I'm sure I'll yeah, love the second third. I, I love all three of them. Even with the weird yeah. ending of Mass Effect 3, I still loved all the games. Didn't they, like, change the ending after the backlash and stuff? They did. They added in extra scenes and stuff. 
Um, oh, gosh. but it didn't really totally change the way the ending works, so it still is kind of like, eh. oh, okay. but yeah, yeah. All right, let's see okay. the next song. Um, first thing that pops in my head is Star Fox. Is it Star Fox final answer? Let's see. Is this Star Fox? Victory! <laughs> yep, it is. Yeah. This is mission accomplished. <laughs> Star Fox 64. Yeah, you got that one. Awesome quick. game. Yep. Very fun game. I played the crap out of that game too. Yeah, me too. Trying to get to all the like other paths and stuff. Yeah. 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 All the different endings. Yep. All right. Let's see the next one. Hmm. What year? This sounds game very familiar. Came out in 2010. Yeah, 2010. Hmm. I oh man, think Alex. What twenty ten? Three hundred and sixty PS three. Mm. It sounds familiar, for sure. If you take a guess and get it wrong, I'll give you one more hint. So you have a free guess here. Okay. Um, I. I uh... Kind of, I don't know if this is it, but it kind of sounds like Xenoblade Chronicles. Let's see, is it Xenoblade Chronicles? Not again! No? No! Nope, but you are on the right track, because my other hint was going to be, this game came out for the Wii. Oh, for the Wii. Interesting. Xenoblade was a good guess. For the Wii. Okay. So, is this is this a Metroid game? I know a Metroid game came out on the Wii. I'm not sure which one though. So I'm just gonna say Metroid. You can give me a half point if you want, if that's right. Let's see. Is it Metroid? Victory! I'll give it to you. Yeah, it's Metroid Other M. Yeah. Nice. Okay. No, that's right. Other M. Yep. Okay. Yep. This is okay. I think I'm starting to sense the theme. Okay, we'll see if you're right at the end. This is the Ridley boss theme. Okay. And if you're right on the theme, it might help you out on the next view. So let's see yeah. what the next one is. Is this Mario? Mario Galaxy, maybe? Final answer? Let's see, is it Mario Galaxy? Not again! No. no. Uh, no. Okay. So, the, uh, what year? The year this came out was 1998. Ooh, 1998. Ooh. Yep. It's an older game. Wait a second. 
I know what this sounds like. Is this Metal Gear Solid? No? Yes, I'm just saying Metal Gear Solid. Let's see, is it Metal Gear Solid? No! No! Wait. Oh, okay. What is it? This is Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh! Oh, that's right, on the GameCube. GameCube, right? yep. Yeah. Or was it... Which was actually a great game. Some of them did oh. come out on GameCube. This Oak one Scott came out on... 2 was yeah. GameCube, I think. This one was the yeah. 64 and PC. Yeah. That's right, the sequel. Yeah, okay, yep, you're right. Rogue yeah. Squadron, Squadron 2. Yeah. I did play yeah. more of them on the GameCube, That's, but yeah, the first one was... Yeah. These games were amazing. I loved playing them. Oh, it was a blast, yeah. And they still hold up, too. From what I... So I uh, uh, little bit ago i watched you know like i'm obsessed with gamecube mm -hmm. so i'll watch like youtubers that review the gamecube or collect gamecube stuff and they'll you know they'll show gameplay and and rogue squad squadron actually like holds up i believe that especially because i feel like this game with the nintendo 64 controller actually kind of works unlike a lot of like goldeneye mm -hmm. is rough going yeah. back and playing yeah. that but like for mm -hmm. space combat i i feel like the one control stick that could totally work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's still everything, graphics, level design, everything. All right, missed that one, but you can make it up on the the bonus question. So let's move on to the next one. Oh. I mean, the first thing that pops in my head is Doom. Doom to be honest. Or I'll say Doom, uh, Doom Eternal, maybe. Let's or see. the Doom, the sequel, the modern Doom. Let's see if it's Doom Eternal. Victory! Yep, you yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Got it. Every time, dude, I want to fight demons every time I hear this. <laughs> oh, yeah, their songs are so good. They get you so pumped up to kill demons. <laughs> that the one thing Doom does great, if anything, dude, is making you, like, freaking want to kill things. <laughs> I kill demons, dude. Like, I'm ready, dude. <laughs> like, yep. Oh, such a good, like, adrenaline. Yeah, it fits the gameplay. It, it fits the yeah. gameplay so incredibly well. Like, how it really fast does. it is and just ripping through demons. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Okay, next song. Um, um, wait, what year is this? I think I have an idea. This came out in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, you said? Yep. Okay. Okay, then I... Uh, hmm. Hmm. Is it? Oh, man, what is... It's, it, it sounds like a... I don't know if this is right, but it kind of sounds like Horizon. Is it Horizon? Zero Dawn? See, is it Horizon? Might not be. Nope. Yeah. Um, no! Give you one more guess. 2017. Maybe Destiny? Destiny 2? 
Let's see, is it Destiny 2? Not again! No. 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 Okay. I see what, what you're going it? for. This was from Prey. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. Which That's we an have, interesting song. Yeah, we have ha had this game before in our Bethesda episode, but it's a little harder to identify <laughs> it when you don't know it's from Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I kind of, I even, you know, if like if I wasn't sensing a theme, it sounds like a Red Dead type, you know? It does, yeah. Like Western kind of. Yep, it definitely has that feel. Okay, two more. Here we go. Sounds like that's song. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I don't know what that song's called. <laughs> um, I now, keep thinking of that song now. <laughs> these last two games, I'm not totally sure you've played. I try and put it in slightly harder ones on the last few, but it's, it's such a great song. This, this sounds very familiar. It honestly sounds like a. Uh, I don't think it's it. This is it, but it sounds like a uh, like a Life is Strange kind of game. Ooh, you want to guess that one? I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, That's a great I mean, game. Sure it is. I don't think it's that though, because I, I don't. It doesn't really fit the theme. At least I don't remember if it does. So let's see. Is it, it Life sounds... is Strange? Yeah, yeah, you can. Nope. Um, Interesting guess. What year? This came out in 2019. Uh, okay, I I think this is uh yeah, because this sounds like uh what's it called um uh oh yeah the 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 outer worlds outer wild no no outer worlds I get confused by this this is what this is and I it, I'm positive just come on just give me the yes. Which one? Outer Worlds? Oh, uh, 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 no, no, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Sorry, I'm getting confused. It's Outer Wilds. Final answer? Yes. <laughs> Good change. Good yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always get these stupid games confused because they're in the same year, too. <laughs> I know. I played them like back to back, too. Have you ever played Outer Wilds? Uh, I, I, I played a little bit of it, yes, which is kind of oh. why I recognize it. Second, yeah. It, I need to I need to finish it. Yes, yeah. you do. Like this game, I knew nothing about it, saw it on Game Pass and tried it. One of my favorite video gaming experiences just playing through this game. It's so good. Yeah, I'll have to play it again. I think they're releasing it on the Switch. I might I might Ooh, get it for there. That's a good console for it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody out there hasn't played this game, don't go look up anything play about it. it. Just go play it. It's so good. Yeah, because I don't, I don't even know specifically. Like I said, I played maybe a couple hours of it, and I liked it. I don't remember I stopped, but I so I still don't necessarily know what's going on in it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's so yeah. good. Okay, last one before the bonus question. What year is this? This came out in 1994. Okay. Um, 
Okay, this is gonna sound so dumb, but you know, and I don't. This is probably not it, but to me, and I don't even know if you've ever played this, but to me, this sounds like Earthworm Jim. Final answer. Let's see. Is it Earthworm Jim? <laughs> it. <laughs> I, didn't, I really didn't know if it'd be that, but it had that vibe. I, have you ever played that game? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't have like Sega, but I definitely played it at a friend's house a few times. <laughs> it's such a weird, like, this is weird, game. but that's why, I, yeah. Yep. Played on the, I believe I played on the Sega, right? Yeah. yeah, yep. Sega. All right, so you are at <laughs> 8 out of 10. Now, for the bonus point, can you tell me what the theme is for this week? Uh, I, I think it's like a space theme, but I don't know, more specifically, it felt like it was like flying, like a spaceship theme, like a space flying, flying space, spaceship, I don't know, that kind of theme. All right, let's see if that's the theme. It is, it's space, yes. Yay. Originally, I was going to do just ones where you fly a spaceship, but... I found some other good songs with like space station or out in space kind of theme, so I made it an overall okay. space theme. Because the first few songs, I was I I noticed it was spaceships. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then but, I went okay. to just space in general. Yep, nice. All right, Sweet. nine nine Man, points. Nine out of ten. Okay. Very good. Wow. Very good. I'm impressed with myself this week. Yeah, you did amazing on okay. those. Sweet. I'm so happy about the space 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 gym, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, I did not think you were gonna get that one. I'm like putting in, gym, I'm putting in like obscure games that I'm like, ah, he's never played that. <laughs> and you nail it <laughs> like right away. Uh oh, so good. Oh man. Love it. Uh, I'm, I I'm content with the score. Normally this is the point where I complain about my score and disappointment. <laughs> but not this week. I'm not I'm this content. week. Yeah, very nice. Now I should have got. There's one question. I, sh I should have got the aliens one. That's one I'm. I, I, that makes total sense. Yeah. With not in the music version, but in the. Um, in the pop quiz. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the pop quiz. Yeah. But yeah. Overall, you yeah. That one. Yeah, you you did really good on those. Twenty six out of thirty and nine out of ten. That's passing. Yeah. I'll take For it. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah, that's passing. Yeah. And not a barely passing either. That's a that's a pretty decent passing. Like a B or A minus. Yeah, A on the music score on the music quiz. Yep. Yeah, A on the music score. Yeah. Sweet. All right, let's move on to talking about Masters of the Air, uh, episode four. Um, Masters so, of the Air. So we'll give our scores, and then we'll give a spoiler warning before we go into spoilers about it. Um, yes. So episode four, you want to go ahead and give your score first. Sure, and I'm curious if we're going to differ on this. Um, so, episode four, um, I I personally think it's the weakest one. I would probably give this a six. Uh, it could possibly even be a five for me. Only reason I didn't give it a five and I give it a six for a little above average is because I I, I mean it looks great. You could it's high production, like it's still a great show, and it's not it's an above average show. But they did some things in this episode that I, I I didn't care for, and they did something that I hate when shows and movies do, and I know they're going to do it. And to me, that's one of the cardinal sins for a show for me. And I, I, I'm curious if you'll agree with me, which you might know what I'm talking about. But I can't. Yeah, can, I think I do. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, 
But other than that, like I liked the, like it still looked really good. Like that scene with Bucky, Bucky, I believe, where he's going into town, he's with that girl, and you know, the fire or not the fire, not the fireworks, the bombs. Yeah. Or uh, or like, you know, it had like good scenery and and good conversation. Like it was still a great episode. It's just something we've seen the last three episodes, and they revert back again to it. And uh so, like, that's my main criticism, uh, second main criticism, is it's kind of the same thing, like, mission, go home, mission, go home, mission, go home, which is fine, I get it, you're building it up, but, like, it's it's all very similar. Um, hmm. Yeah, and, and, again, I don't think it's bad, I, like, that's why I still get it a six, I still think it's a great show, above average show, but it's, yeah, those two points, which I can't really talk about it until we get the spoilers are why i'll give it a six out of ten it can really be a five out of ten but i'll give it a six out of ten i'll give it the benefit of the doubt uh what about you interesting we are going to differ on this one because i Mm. like this episode i gave this one an eight i don't think it was as good as the last episode um but what i liked about this episode was you know we talked about it a little bit earlier how it was like how are they going to make every single time they go up in the air like interesting and and different like how it could just all be the same of them like going up being in the plane and it being intense but this one they really took a step back and Mm -hmm. told it from a completely different point of view and i feel like that was a really good change of pace and a change of perspective that i really liked it was definitely a slower episode um we didn't have any real like action and i don't mind that either yeah like i don't mind like that's not why i gave it low yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was a slower episode. Yeah, but I feel like it gave me personally the time I needed to like settle in and be like, okay, I'm getting to know these characters a little bit more. Although it wasn't like all of them, um, but like we had mm-hmm. some Bucky scenes, um, some scenes at the base, getting to know the new people that are coming in because they always have to have new people because so many of them, you know, die or go down. Yeah, which I do. I do like how they pointed that out. Like, yeah. oh man, there's a lot of newbies because obviously, you know. Yeah. Can't talk about the previous episodes. Yep. And I did like the side the side story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the the Belgium That's parts fun. were great. The people like um in Belgium, that was really like intense and interesting scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some other scenes I'll talk about in particular that I really really liked in this episode. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I felt like it was just a good change of pace episode. Um, that's why I didn't give it a nine because it, it was a slower one. It's like it was needed, but you know, it's not going to be the best of the best episode. Um, yeah. And also just having that perspective from the ground of like seeing them take off and then just waiting for them to come back and like, yeah, it, it was a You're good right. change of pace that's, for me. That's a good way to put it. Cause even like, you know, like, well, we'll get into spoilers. We'll get into yeah, spoilers. Yeah, and I understand your complaints, and I think that's totally valid. It is, I, yeah. we'll talk about it in spoilers, but I was confused and, and kind of shocked. But, well, um, I'm kind of like, I'm going to let it, let it be and see how it goes. It could be bad. It could be good. Mm. We'll see. Um, but, so that's why I gave this one an eight. Okay. No, uh, I can I can see it because there are some good there are some good parts I really did like about this episode too. So I, I can see that. Yep. Okay. All right, we're getting into spoilers. Spoiler alert! Go watch the show. Watch it and return and finish this review and see <laughs> if you agree. Yep. Um. 
Okay, so first things first, I agree with you in a sense of it wasn't, I did like, well, like, I still give this a six, right? So I still gave it above average episode. Sure. So I want to, yeah. like, just re say it. Like, I still love this episode. Uh, so I agree, like, the, the stuff in Belgium, you know, those characters kind of on the run, all that stuff, interesting. Yeah, very. Um, and even the stuff with Bucky, like I said, that just the conversation with the girl, and you could, you could tell that he's like this war is getting to him in a sense. Yeah, that uh, that in that scene, like the the background of the explosions going off and them talking, mm-hmm. and him being like, "Man, I've dropped so many of those bombs," and him realizing like what kind of destruction he brings by doing that. Him mm-hmm. seeing that from the other side was really interesting, and and yeah, dove deeper into and his even- character. And even having like even having the girl, I don't remember her name, like you know, like come up to him and I don't like they you know they start having sex or whatever. But it wasn't like it didn't feel sexual. It just felt like more of like you know, there's there's chaos that's happening, and he's and like he wants that that human aspect. Like it, to me, it yeah. didn't feel like it was just like a sexual thing. Well, obviously it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was almost beautiful in a sense of like. I don't know. Like he's. It's two people. They both. They both are kind of in similar situations, kind of like not at their home, lost in this war, Mm -hmm. and just finding a reprieve. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Her name was Paulina, by the way. I just pulled that up. (laughs) Paulina. Paulina. Okay. Um. So all that stuff, great, and like, so I totally get it. But for me, like, dude, so my biggest complaint is, and I get what they're going for, because you're right. You're waiting for them to come home. But my God, I hate when movies and shows kill quote unquote someone off screen. Yeah. A, it's it's a loose loose because a, uh, a he's he's actually dead, right? And you don't see the death. I yeah. I hate that. Or B, he's not dead, which I don't think he's dead, and it's like a wasted cliffhanger. So it's yeah. a lose in my mind. No matter what happens, now I do like the aspect of Bucky going nuts up there and yeah. not giving it about nothing i can't wait to see that yeah. so that aspect i liked of it i wish they would have shown like if you're gonna kill a quote-unquote a main character you don't Show do it. it off screen yeah i was very surprised by that i kept waiting like throughout the end of that episode i was like oh his plane is just gonna show up and they're gonna be like oh good he actually did make it or something but it just it, didn't happened. they say like four parachutes got off yeah i think so yeah so like look like Again, I, I like I liked story side of it with with Bucky. Like it's like he did that call, like uh, yeah, oh, that, or whatever. You know, that was one of my favorite scenes. That call with the code mm-hmm. and talking, and you could just see him like freaking mm-hmm. out, kind of, and trying to hold his composure. That was an amazing scene. I, I do like that. I just wish it would have been. I don't know. When I think of, I don't know. Maybe you differ, but when I think of emotional, it would have been more emotional if either. He not, for me, it, it's more emotional if if we see him or if if uh, he would have saw. I don't know. From the off screen thing, I just hate. I'll just be you know be straightforward. I hate off screen deaths. Yeah, I hate whether but he's me, dead or not. Probably not dead. Probably but. not dead. So I have a, a question for you uh, to try and like okay. maybe give away that it could save it a little bit. What if so? Say he's not dead parachuted down got captured whatever mm-hmm. so what if next episode or the episode after we see him in the prison and get flashbacks of the of him like getting downed and 
and doing so we'll eventually see it but just we haven't yeah. seen it yet would that make it any better or is that still kind of like like yeah. you said uh, a fake cliffhanger or a wasted cliffhanger I mean, it would be nice, but for me, that would still be a wasted cliffhanger. It's like the same thing. Remember years ago, they did that with, with like Glenn, right? Where he died. And yeah. but he, yeah, three episodes later, like we just it did a flashback and he just hit under the dumpster. Yeah. It's not that, it's not that bad. I'm not trying to compare it to that. But <laughs> right. Like, same kind why of not thing, just though, show yeah. it now? I, you're probably right. They probably wanted to get you on the ground with Bucky and be in his world while this chaos is going on. So maybe. The only thing I can think of is if next episode you don't see Bucky at all and it focuses fully on Buck. So if the next episode is a Buck, like a different point of view, but happening, that would be cool. Okay, you're right. I'll, I'll let you talk in a second. But no, if good. the next episode was, it, it took place in the same exact time of this episode, but the point of view is like, you know, instead of seeing the planes go off, you're going up in the air with Buck and it, it's happening at the same time as the other episode. And then it connects in the next episode, then I would be okay with it because that would be cool. I like when shows, if they're going to do it, do it that way. Yeah. Full episode dedicated on Buck and his crew. I and then a, go back to Bucky. I have a feeling it's not going to be that, but like, I feel Probably. like it's going to be in a few episodes. We'll see it or something. Like, they'll keep it as that nebulous, oh, he might be dead. And then, then Bucky will just go crazy. No, he's not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be even worse if they actually did kill him off and we don't like, kill off and make her. But we know he's not dead. It's yeah. Elvis. Yeah, I know. We're killing him off screen. I can give you that for sure. I'm like 99. Oh. Well, I'm like 100% sure he's not dead. There's no way. Her and I were sitting there and we're like, he's not dead. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't feel nothing. I know he's not dead. Yeah. Now, the acting of Bucky was great. But I, as a viewer, I know he's not dead, so why am I gonna? F I don't feel. I would feel it more if, if I saw something and it, we left it. We still didn't know for sure, right? Maybe like they showed us flying with him, and yeah, we didn't know if one of his parachutes got off or something. Yeah, which, that's true. I don't know, man. It's just for me. To me, I is not my thing. With excuse me, with the with that treating a character like that, it's not. It's not my way of storytelling, but hey, I guess yeah. I, you're right. The way they tried to do it was their way. But. I see what they were going for. Yeah, I, I do kind of agree with you. I hate the off-screen deaths and where, and especially the ones where you're like, okay, he's not dead. He's going to come back. It's just how, yeah. you know. Well, like, and if it was a smaller character, like like if it was a uh, Crosby, right, right there, where like we kind of grew to like him. And we yeah. could, we could, he's not like a huge actor where you're like, oh, you know what? They're, they're totally not going to come off. Like you could actually believe like, oh, you know, they, he could have died. Yeah. Then I would have been, it wouldn't have been as bad. I still wouldn't like it, but it would have been more like, okay, maybe he really is dead. Yeah, for sure. Um, but again, Which, I still wouldn't like it. I'm not a fan of that, but. Crosby is also missing too, right? He didn't make it back. Yes, because he yeah he didn't stay up back on the ground. If I, I think yeah. So he's also either dead or more likely probably captured along with with yeah. Elvis. Um, I, I'm just looking at your thing, John D. Bradley, Ben Radcliffe. Is he is he related to a? That's a good Harry Potter. I don't know Daniel Radcliffe. Ben Radcliffe. Let's just see. Is Ben Radcliffe related to Daniel? Nope. No. <laughs> it kind of looks. It kind of looks yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. 
I agree. Um, <laughs> anyway, so ex- excluding you know who Anthony that? Boyle looks like? Um, it looks like the the dude from uh, Ferris. I know Bueller. exactly. What you're talking it looks about. like Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like Ferris okay. Bueller. I just had to get that out there. <laughs> um, besides that complaint, like honestly, like that. And that did sour me so much where I, I did lower it. Like, Yeah, I think that that's one of the reasons why it wasn't a nine. Because honestly, I feel like the other scenes, like the the Belgium scene with them getting interrogated, felt straight out of Inglorious Bastards. Like, um, mm-hmm. it had that tension of like, oh man, are they going to think I'm a German? And um, Yeah. And figuring out one of them was and then just killing him and the other people being surprised. Like, that was, that was pretty very intense. That wasn't intense. I wasn't expecting that, like in that moment, at yeah. least. Like, he's like, "Oh, can I erase your grip?" I'm like, "Oh, crap!" So I, I was curious what gave him away, and I saw a few theories. Uh, do you have any theories of what gave that guy away of that he was a German spy? No, honestly, did we, did we see his interview? I don't remember. We saw two parts of the interview. Um, I don't remember what they were. One, we saw him writing the date, and one theory is that he wrote the numbers a more European way, like the nine through the uh, line or the four through the line or something. Oh, like. that's or didn't um, or did they? Yeah, okay. The other thing is the way he sung the Star Spangled Banner. If you listen to the two actual Americans, they're kind of like nervous and humming it. At at, at one point, Quinn even just starts humming and not singing because he mm. can't remember the words. But the mm-hmm. that the German spy guy sings it like perfectly, and he even says like, "Just so proudly we hailed," instead of "And so proudly we hailed." So he messed it up a little bit. Um, so they're saying I saw people speculating that could be why. Um, and then the third thing is his lighter. It wasn't an American Zippo lighter. It was like an Austrian lighter or something. So oh. there's just all these little things that are speckled in there that I thought was really cool. That could, they could have known it, and then that like tipped it over, you know, like yeah. oh, like maybe that's what they asked him for a light, like and like yep. okay, exactly. They could have yeah. had their suspicions, and that was the final thing. Yeah, yeah. So that that was good, and even like the uh, the scene with them on the train, right when he was confessing that yeah. he couldn't help baby face. You know, now I think about it, you are right as far as like the character moments and the slow moments. This was really good in that sense, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I really like those parts. Um, what are the parts are we missing? I, the, the my one all, only other negative I had, which I, I don't even know if it's a negative, but for me, the repet it still felt a little repetitive. Like they get to Africa, they get saved, and then they go back to base. Uh, so like, I, I, but I get what they're going for. I, yeah, I, I think they're going for like. The, you know, you hit your 25th mission. This is like what it feels like to be in the Air Force yeah. in World War II. That 25th mission party, I also feel like was a really good. Um, it, it was like it showed both sides of it, right? Some people were like really happy for them and excited, mm-hmm. but then other people are like, man, if they throw this kind of party for a 25th mission, like how hard is it yeah. to get there? This is the first person to do it. Like, there's no way any of us yeah. are getting out of this. You have to be super lucky. Um, and didn't they say Bucky and Buck are like at 21 or 21. 20 or something like that? Yep. Yeah. So um, they pointed that out. I wonder if Bucky's going to hit his 25th and 
um, Elvis is still going to be out there and he's going to refuse to be sent back home and go out for more missions or something. Mm, well, you know, maybe, yeah. Could be. But it's not bad. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I, I do like that part. That party was interesting, though. And when the sergeant or whatever came in, they're drunk, you know. They're yeah. like, let's just bomb Hitler's bunker. <laughs> oh, mustache bastard. <laughs> Bucky stands up to him. and Yeah, that was an interesting scene. I was like, not sure what was going to happen. With that. Yeah, I was because Bucky's a like he's a like a fun character, but like like he, sometimes you know he's like like he can uh you don't want to be on his bad side. I feel like because he can get like yeah like in that scene like you don't know what like I don't know like if you push Bucky, I feel like he could become what's the word I'm looking for crazy unpredictable. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode yeah. made me like Bucky more. Like I said in the last episodes that I was kind of more invested in some of the side characters like Quinn and Crosby, but I feel Mm -hmm. more invested in Bucky now, especially after seeing him like see the bombings and contemplate that. And um, he has layers, right? Yeah. He's not just a goofball. Yeah. 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 They were right though. This like, this could really nailed that down. Yeah. I'm telling you, honestly, like honestly, Austin Butler's character, uh, Elvis, is probably the weakest character. I agree. Be yeah, biggest actor, like most boring character, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why, though. Maybe they should have gotten a little more unrecognizable yeah. faces. You know, yeah. like some of these actors are still recognizable, but they're not to like Austin Butler. You know, like. Right. Uh, yeah. The only other uh, scene that I think was, I mean, there were some scenes between like the lady and the, the new guy who didn't come back or, um, but the, the main scene that I thought was cool that we haven't talked about was the one where, um, they were taking off and that guy was still fixing the plane, fixing one of the engines. Um, oh yeah. We have to... I thought some of those shots were really cool and, uh, that kept me on the edge of my seat. Oh, guys. A couple times we've seen that that dude. Like I like him. <laughs> we've only seen him a couple times. Yeah, honestly, I can't even remember who he is on the screen. <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think he's uh, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's on the top row. No, he's. Oh no, no, is he Lemons? Uh, I think he might be he's Lemons. Off, yeah, yeah, off, you're right. Because yeah. yep. he usually wears that hat thing. Yeah. Yep. Say whatever that thing's called. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, they like they had some really cool scenes in this, and like I said before, the code scene with the baseball. Um, I felt like I was watching mm-hmm. a spy movie. <laughs> like that, yeah. I felt was really well done. Um, and then you could just see Bucky getting like unhinged and and upset. Hmm. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, they nailed characters. They nailed. They had another again. I mean, I liked the party, but it was another party. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess I guess that's I guess I'll chalk it down to that. The stuff, the repetitiveness. I guess just was when they're at the base. I guess I I should say because the stuff with Bucky obviously out wasn't repetitive. The yeah. stuff with the stuff with the stuff like the guys in Belgium. Yeah, um, I love those. Which. To me, that was still the highlight. You know, they're on the run. For sure. And they, how they were, uh, you know, the guy was taking them after the interviews and stuff. And then they brought her to the, in the house. And it's like, it's that girl, your daughter. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, no, she's here way out. Like, oh. Yeah, and they're like she looking at her warily. The uh, the letter they had to burn, I was like, uh-oh, are they just going to kill him? Because he's like... <laughs> I know, I thought so for a second, too. The mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And him kind of freaking... Like I said, that scene with him and and the, the other buddy, I don't remember their names, on the train where he's confessing he didn't get Babyface out. Like, I thought that was good. And then Homeboy just darted, man, when they're yeah. asking for the ticket. What was he planning to do? That was silly, but... Why would, yeah, why would you do that? I mean, I'm not, it's not a complaint because honestly, that like that's like totally realistic. You yeah. know, like you're freaking you scared. You know, but like, I was like, dude, what, what do you think that's going to do? Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Like all that stuff in Belgium and Bucky stuff is what elevates this episode. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm holding I out just, hope that they do the Buck stuff okay and maybe make Buck a more interesting character. Maybe if we see him captured. It might, but I have a feeling he'll still we'll be have his bravado <laughs> on and not have show any emotion. And yeah, I don't know. Like that, he literally shows zero emotion. <laughs> he has zero characterization. We, he talked about his mom or dad once. Yeah. Yep. Uh, everything about the character, he's had no growth. He doesn't even have a story arc. Yeah. Like, not what really. is he talking Like, Bucky, like, obviously, we've seen in this episode has. You know, like he's contemplating and confused and lonely, and the other side characters. Obviously, we've got time with, but like Elvis, literally nothing, dude. Nothing. Yeah, he's just a good pilot. <laughs> he's a good pilot, and everybody likes him, and he's yeah. cool or whatever. That's it. He dances with a dog. Did you like that scene? <laughs> you yeah, with your husky ghost? Uh, yeah, I, I did like that. It yeah. reminded me of Ghost. I was like, oh, I want to see I Ghost. <laughs> Be safe forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, I could see why I gave it an eight. I, I, I'm being overly critical with, with my side, but I no, just hate it. I, I see why you give it a six. I understand. It, it's, it does seem cheap. Like they could do it okay. I, I don't think it was the best way to do it. Um, but yeah, it does kind of just feel like cheap. I honestly didn't believe it until the episode ended. Like, there's no way. There's just yeah. no way. There's just no way. <laughs> no. I thought they would have, like, shown a little scene at the end of, like, yeah. of Elvis, like, you know, like, waking up in a, in, on a, in the woods or something. You know? Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, I am excited to see, because a buck, an unhinged Bucky sounds fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I feel like Bucky's going to be different. In the next few episodes, he's going to be like locked in, but also on edge. So stuff could settle. Yeah, like, yeah, I was going to say like to a risk of yeah. his, uh, of his, you know, his, uh, his uh, brothers, you know, up there. So yep. like, I think he could be a liability. But like, I, I think it's. Gonna, I hope it's fun to watch because yeah. seeing him kill a bunch of Nazis would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Come on, there's nothing better than seeing Nazis getting destroyed. <laughs> yep. Like in media, you know, like oh, there's yeah, nothing. That's why World Games War II stuff is so... Yeah. Yeah. The Nazis are the perfect villain. Perfect, yeah. Uh, getting to beat but, them up. Uh, yep. Yeah, like it's it's too easy to... The Nazis made it too easy for everyone to hate them. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Do you think they ever show, like, Hitler or like like soldiers on the ground 
in this show uh we'll probably see yeah. some soldiers if he is in fact captured um and we saw a, a few glimpses of it out the train um but i yeah. doubt, i doubt they show hitler yeah i, I mean none I doubt of our so characters too. are gonna run into hitler you know that's just yeah not, not gonna happen this, this is more yeah air air yep stuff not like ground war but it could be ground survival, you know, but not yeah. war. Yeah. But uh, uh it got me. It, it, I will give this episode credit too. It got me a little more excited to see the next episode than the last episode. It made me excited to see this episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what comes next because I feel like it's going to be have a different feel almost with Bucky. Maybe this will be the turning point. You're right. Of like the show kind of changing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, my I, my if once this is show is said and done, like season one, I think it's just going to be one season. Uh, all the other ones these people did, like Band Brothers, it was just one season. Yeah. Uh, when this is all done, maybe I'll look back at this episode and it'll be complete opposite. Like I'll love this episode. Like this is the episode where like the show changed. Like yeah, could pivoting. Be. So you never know. I mean, I hope I hope by the end of the season I'm like that. Maybe this is going to be my favorite episode eventually. It's possible. Depending on the outcomes. Yeah. So I'll leave it up in the air. Uh, I am excited to watch it. Like this, the end of this one made me excited more than the last couple. I'm not saying I wasn't excited, but like this one, like the way Unhinged Bucky does sound fun. Yeah, and just like what's going to happen, what's going on with Elvis. Yeah. The stuff behind I just the, wish. the lines in Belgium. Yeah, I want to see all that. I just, I just feel like they didn't need to hide, but or Elvis's death. Like we could have seen both sides and yeah. still been excited to see an unhinged Bucky and like waiting, like knowing that Bucky, he's alive, he's alive. You can do it. Like don't give up hope. Like that <sighs> could have been better than making leaving it a cliffhanger. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, that could have been a better cliffhanger of, like, we know Bucky's alive. We saw him. But Bucky doesn't know that. Or, sorry, Elvis is alive. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, would have I saw that battle go happen. And then, like, we, like, it would be a different kind of intensity. Like, Bucky, he's alive. He's alive. Yep. I agree. It definitely. I, but, I wasn't a huge fan of the off screen. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. It's like fake news, bro. <laughs> Fake news. Austin Butler is not dead. He's too big of an actor. And if he is, that's even worse, like I said <laughs> earlier, because then you just killed someone off screen that's supposedly your main character. Yeah, killed like a few, like Crosby, uh, uh, Clevin, yeah, DeMarco. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I don't care what people probably try to say, like, oh, you know, this is realistic right you're you're on the ground and your friends die well guess what i'm watching a show <laughs> that's not good writing yeah. for a show like is it realistic yeah like sure like you, your friends could go on a mission obviously yeah like, but the other three happen. episodes we've been seeing that point of view so like mm -hmm. it's yeah yeah like like i'm just hoping i'm wrong like i said i i, I it would be awesome if the next episode solely focused on Buck and his crew, like during the same time, and then the episode after, like kind of like a what show did that? Um, there was a show we watched recently that did that. Um, 
maybe it was it uh I don't remember the show, but there was shows that did like in maybe it wasn't the show I was watching with like with you. Maybe it was a different show with Kara I was watching. I mean Monarch kinda had something similar with um Kiko going down and then being alive later. Kinda, but I yeah. feel that that's kind of I, a little different. I do like when shows like you know they'll start an episode and you'll see little things start an episode and like the next episode you'll see the same little things but like from a different point of view and there's yeah. a different storyline but all like in a couple times throughout the episode it interacts for the previous episode uh but i mean they couldn't do that here because Bucky was completely gone but you know what i'm saying like yeah they focused on sort of what happened there but you're probably right it, they're probably not going to show that at least not next episode yeah but um, overall, I'm really enjoying the show. I, I like, I'm excited mm-hmm. every time it comes out. Oh, same. Like, I, I exactly like you mentioned this being a slower episode. Like, on like this, this whole show. Besides, well, I won't say whole show is slow, but there is slower parts. But that, I, I love the slow parts just as much as the action. Yeah. Actually, without the slow parts, the action would be meaningless, you know? Mm-hmm. And repetitive. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I'm enjoying the slower parts almost more, like you said. Like, yeah. It humanizes the characters. Yeah. And there's a lot of characters, so it needs that. <laughs> yeah. And I still, I still don't think the show does the best job distinguishing the characters. Yeah. Um, uh, not like like when you're watching Band Brothers and, and I don't know about specific Band Brothers, like you like each character feels distinct. With this one, I still get mixed up here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Maybe, maybe I'm just slow. I don't know. But... <laughs> no, it it's not always the clearest for sure. Uh, but uh, overall, I'm still digging it. I'm loving it. Apple T- Apple Plus, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been on a roll. Yeah, they've they have some good shows for sure. Better than Loki, promise you that. <laughs> we'll not get into a Loki rant. <laughs> oh man, Loki, Loki, Loki. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. Good stuff. Yeah, excited for next episode. Um, so you want to talk about Halo, or do you want to talk about your Nintendo question? Um, let's do Halo real quick since yeah. we're not really going to review it right now. We'll just talk about it and we'll we'll start doing the reviews next week yeah, for Halo. So I've only seen the first half of the first season. I fell off for reasons because I wasn't really <laughs> liking how Master Chief was being portrayed. Um, I, I liked some parts of the show, like seeing the Covenant in live action and some of the action scenes were cool, but I just did not like Master Chief's portrayal. Um, yeah, but I'm willing to give it a second try. Watch, I'll watch all of season one this week and catch up on season two and we can talk about it next week. Um, yeah. So yeah. What did you think of season one? Um, I didn't think it was that good, especially as a halo show is garbage. Now, if this would have been called something else, I actually thought it would have been like a decent watch. Okay. But, uh, as a Halo show, no, it's garbage. They've like, <laughs> it, it's it's garbage in the sense of like, like you said, the portrayal of Master Chief. 
it's trash and it's not even that like the actor's bad it's just like the writing, the writing of him. uh master cheeks you know you see his, you see his freaking <laughs> butt more than his helmet i've heard that and, yeah. uh, like i thought the action was actually pretty cool when it happened like and the covenant was actually kind of intimidating i hated the side story with what's her name quan or whatever um She's like she's the Asian girl. Yeah, I remember um, her, but I don't much remember much about her story. I, that storyline was one of the worst storylines and pointless storylines ever. No one <laughs> likes that girl. Uh, I couldn't stand. Actually, I, towards the middle of the season, like you said, you stopped. I started fast forwarding through her parts, oh, and dang. like, and, and I never do that in shows, dude. I never do that in shows. Yeah, and like, I didn't miss it. Didn't it? Even though I fast forward through, I didn't miss anything important, but really, because I'm not confused. Uh, that, um, that's one well, thing no, I'm interested in because most of the shows we've watched so far have been ones we've wanted to watch and we've given pretty good scores mm-hmm. because we're liking the show. I, I don't want to like preemptively give it bad scores, but I'm kind of expecting not as good scores with this show. So that'll be yeah. interesting to see and I'll, break apart. I'll say this. Uh, I watched the first episode of season two, and it is definitely an improvement of season one. Action, the portrayal of Master Chief, it's definitely an improvement, but that's not saying much. (laughs) (laughs) But episode, it gets me excited about season two, and this isn't a spoiler. Uh, They show some trailers, and they even hint it in season one, so this isn't spoiling anything for you or for anybody. Unless you don't want to hear know nothing about it, then no, you're fine. I'm not. I'm not that worried about spoilers um, with the show. Yeah. So, like season two, they're going to focus a lot on the the downfall, like of Reach. Okay. Um, and they start like hinting. Like the episode one was, like, if, I'll just give us this a score. Oh, I might change next week, but just like on top of my head, if I were to give season two episode one a score, it probably would have been mm, like a five or six. I thought it was pretty average. Like, but again, that's season one would be like a three or four (laughs) yeah like i thought it was for a halo show that i hated season one yeah like it it was pretty average like good like you know okay um i didn't watch season two episode two yet so i'll I'll watch episode two and three and we'll we'll review it next week and then you could talk about season one and your opinions yeah i'll try and get Um, through it all Uh, hopefully i'll be able to by this week there, I, I will admit, there is some points that I do like a season one, um, but the, the the bad, one hundred percent outweighs the good. Yeah, there's certain things I wasn't a fan of in season one. That when when you finish and we get into spoilers, right, we can talk about it mm-hmm. deeper. But uh, yeah, but uh, it's yeah, I'm I'm not excited for the show, but I'm excited to be talking about it to see talking about just like halo yeah just yeah <laughs> and just talk about how crap the show is especially season one <laughs> yeah 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 sir oh god season one was like i said though like if it wasn't halo i i think we're just such halo fans dude i know i think that's the problem is uh, i've like read all the books well up to a certain point when i was younger like played all the games yeah, yeah oh, I we just have... to, what was that what was that thing we listened to? The podcast type thing we listened to? Do you remember that? They uh, had like a story you could listen to in the point of view of like someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I do remember that. that. Yeah. I can't remember and what it was called. And I thought that was great. 
Yeah. It was like weekly episodes, and that was awesome too. Yeah, that was cool. Why can't they have writing like that in the show? (laughs) Yeah. And again, like no, no Sergeant, no no Johnson, man. Yeah, that's weird. How how do you not have Johnson in the show? I don't know. Unless they bring him in later on. Spoiler, he's still not in the show. (laughs) I'll tell you that now so you're not disappointed and trying to find him. Yeah, that might help. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if like I said, if this was just a random show called like I don't know, Alien, no, not Alien, just kidding. <laughs> just like I don't know, freaking space crap space like okay, adventures. <laughs> Yeah, then I, I would have been like, okay, this is kind of entertaining. There's different storylines. Why is this girl with the, the covenant? Like what makes her special with the covenant? But no. It's Master Cheeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, season one for me, three out of ten. Okay, well, my <laughs> expectations are set accordingly. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good special effects, decent story, but not Halo, so three out of ten. Yep. But yeah, we'll review, we'll get more into depth next week. This is just a little taste. Yeah. Okay, so we're at two hours. Do you want to talk quickly about the Nintendo thing, or do you want to save that for another week? Um, we can still just do quick thoughts. Doesn't need to be long. Yeah. My question to you: What if there is any for Nintendo, their next system, Switch to whatever you want to call it? Will there be a gimmick with it? There usually is always a gimmick with each system, whether it be a controller, motion controls, and a screen on a controller. You know. Uh, Something, or is it going to be just a beefed up switch? And if it is going to have a gimmick, what do you think a gimmick would be? Yeah, I definitely think there's a gimmick that's going to be with it. Um, I have a joke answer and a possible real answer. <laughs> right, I want to hear both. Okay, um, I'll tell you both of them, and you can guess which one's the joke. <laughs> no, you'll know. Okay, okay the next <laughs> switch is going to be called. The Switch DS, and it's going to be the exact same thing, but with two Switch screens. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That, that might work. Um, honestly, no, I... Because no one would utilize it. Yeah, I Sorry. think they're... So, I think they're... My guess would be they'd go in the direction of either virtual reality or uh, alternate or augmented reality, like VR or AR. There's going to be mm-hmm. some, like, either headset or glasses, and it, like projects it more mm-hmm. off the screen and into your living room. It's going to try and be like more immersive and something uh, like that. Augmented uh, reality would be interesting with for Nintendo to try. Augmented. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that would be interesting. Um, yeah. I'd be more okay. excited for that than just like VR because we already have VR. Um, so, but I don't know. Yeah. Nintendo VR might be interesting too. So that would be my guess. Um, Could they but- add like 3D? Yeah, they could. They did that with the DS. Do you think ever, I was gonna say, do you think they'll ever like maybe they'll have a switch, but maybe they'll add a 3D screen to the switch or two or something? Yeah, or that's no, definitely do you think done with 3D. Um, that's a good question. I always thought the 3DS was I know people didn't like the 3D, but I always thought it was so cool. They have 3D without glasses. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Like it wasn't game changing or anything, but I thought it was cool. No. Uh, it added, I can like, see the depth that. To the screen. Uh. Yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility. The only thing is, if it's going to be similar to the Switch, then it would only work undocked and not like on the TV unless 
it uses like I mean, the 3D could, TVs or something. It'd be no different than like turning 3D on or off on your DS. Did, like you have the option to place 3D on the Switch. Yeah, true. Like handheld. Or if you don't want to play 3D, you could turn it off in handheld or just play docked. Yeah, that is true. But I don't know if that's a feature they would add in because I don't know how much that would add to. Yeah. Innovativeness wise. Like, I feel like I they love to. Like with the Wii and with the Switch, I feel like they love to just completely change it up and try out something new. So. The, the funny thing is, though, is I don't. With the Switch, I they really don't need to. If they made a beefed up Switch, that's all people want. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's what Nintendo's going to do, though. <laughs> it's They're not. But, right, like, if they just did a Switch that could do, I, I, I don't know, 4K, 30 frames per second, doesn't even need to be 60, 120 frames. You know, just like a like there's been rumors will be as powerful like, as a PS4. That's all. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah. Like, and maybe longer battery life. Maybe a dock that's, like, up, you know, an updated, you could update a dock, maybe. Yeah. Like some firmware in a dock, which that's it's weird because I think the OLED edition does have an update for a dock, but I don't think it's ever been updated. Hmm. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It has an Ethernet. It's, you, they added an Ethernet for. Yes, they need to do the, that. <laughs> that's one the thing. OLED, they have to make that standard. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting if they would make the dock like an upgradable thing, you know, because sometimes. I mean, that could help a little bit with power, right? Like, it might not be as powerful in handheld mode, but you dock that thing and True. then you can play 4K 60 instead of yeah. 1080 or 2030 on the handheld. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. Um, I don't know, though. I was sick because my gimmicks were... <laughs> the funny thing is, I thought the same thing as you. It's like two screens. I'm like, I wonder if they'll do like <laughs> two screens. But then I was sick in number one, uh, third-party... You know, game, our developers never use that. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and I don't think it's it's not like a thing that's like they've done been there, done that, right? They tried to at the Wii. Well, the Wii was different because I had it on, or Wii U was different because they tried to have it on a controller and a screen. Yeah, that did not work. And then the other was three. <laughs> yeah, the other was adding 3D, but then you're right because you. You could do 3D on the screen on the Switch, but what's that gonna do with the TV, you know? Right. Um then I did have like another one could be uh what was the other one I thought of? Oh man. Well what about as far as like controller? Do you think they'll innovate not necessarily with the Switch system itself, but maybe just the controller? Like some beefed up Joy-Cons or something yeah. different with the controller wise? Yeah, they probably will. I have a feeling it'll be something silly like adding a mic in it that no one wants to use or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> You're uh, thinking so Nintendo, Nintendo right now. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like they had a good controller with the GameCube and then the Wii controller was just like, eh. Um, so they always just try and do something weird with controllers. And honestly, the Switch controller is fine, but it does feel small. Honestly, the Pro controller for the Switch yeah. is, is mint. Like, I, love, I love the Pro Controller. Yeah, Switch. I love the Pro Controller. But I wonder, like, is they, they have to stay with the handheld dock thing, right? They can't go back. Yeah. I don't think any system's ever going to go back anymore. I you think, would in, think so, but it's Nintendo. <laughs> God, could you imagine they, they get rid of, if they do just an only, 
only handheld or only docked thing. Yeah, I could. See I actually think in the future that. all systems are going to have some sort of handheld version to it. Yeah, people I, like handheld gaming. I could believe that. It's a really cool feature. I love that of the Switch. I love it too. Like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know how awesome it would be to be able to play that in bed or downstairs <laughs> when I'm in the basement, like in between work breaks or on the go. Or if I go to Kara's parents' house, you know, I don't want to bring yeah. my PlayStation. You know, like oh yeah, it's a very I, nice I, feature. Yeah, it's it's also on a plane, right? But I want to be able to download it, you know. And I think that's going to be a thing, though. I think like PS5. I think the PlayStation and Xbox. Well, that's another thing we could talk about real quick, just real fast. I think their next. I think they will have it handheld, but I think it's going to be download digital only. There's no reason yeah. to add the physical media for them for handheld gaming, right? Like they're not going to make money on that. Yeah, I feel like that's how it's all going to go. Um, I, I'm surprised of what, it hasn't gone that way yet. But sorry, go ahead. No. The handheld, I think, I think the Switch won't because the Switch will be hybrid. But I think PlayStation and Xbox are both going to come out with a dedicated only handheld system that kind of works as a companion. Yeah. With the PlayStation, and I think it that will be digital only. Like you can, you know, if you buy digital on PS Five, you can still download oh, yeah. a digital game on your PlayStation port PSP Two or something. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that would be cool. Xbox is a different story though. So you. You've been hearing about all the Xbox stuff, right? Like how yeah, there's been rumors, the exclusives are going over to PlayStation and Switch, and yeah, I've heard people uh, upset about that. Yeah, people are like, like dedicated Xbox users are like, you know, outraging the Twitter mafia (laughs) (laughs) or X, whatever you want to call it. But even Phil Spencer said we are like this week they're having a a uh, a showcase or whatever you want to call it of of what the future of Xbox is. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like this... Phil Spencer's always kind of been pretty consistent on this, where he kind of doesn't engage with the console wars, and, like, no, I don't know, for years, all. it's kind of seemed like it's moving that way from Xbox's point of view. So I believe it. Um, but I'll oh, be interested what? to see that. Let me tell you this, then, though. Wouldn't you, like, if... I'm not saying... I, I, to me, this doesn't affect my day-to-day life. Like, yeah. I don't get outraged like people do with this kind of stuff. But I get why people could be angry at this. If you had to choose, like, you know, I'm going to go with the Xbox. But there's no reason. If this truly does happen and exclusives go everywhere, there's no reason to buy an Xbox. Yeah. None. Zero. Zero reason. Yeah. Because I can cause... play PlayStation and have their exclusives and have Xbox exclusives, too. Yeah, I wonder if they're hoping just to get... To, to like be the leader to get rid of exclusives and just let them be played on everything. Maybe that's what they're thinking of for this. Um, I think so too. They don't care. I, I don't care about box anymore. I think they'll still sell it, but I don't think that's their focus. I I think Which maybe, it hasn't been since Game Pass. Yeah, I almost kind of feel like they might not make an Xbox eventually and just have PC and then their games are on PC and on PlayStation. Like I could see that. Yeah. So, the console wars are officially over between <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, it could be. I will say, dude, I would be hella excited. If I could play <laughs> like, all the Gears of War and Halos on PlayStation 5, my life would be, my gaming life would be complete. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. 
Like, dude, we could go play the Master Chief Collection right now on the PS5. How <laughs> awesome would that be? We're talking about Halo. Yeah. I mean, I know you could play it anyways because you have an Xbox still, PC and stuff. But it's like someone like me, where I don't have an Xbox and I don't PC game, and I just have a Switch and a PlayStation. You know, like awesome that would be. Or I would even play. Uh, I would play Starfield more. Yeah, true. Like I really would give it more of a shot. And honestly, I like the PlayStation controller better now than Xbox. Like when I pick up the Xbox one, it feels kind of like plasticky and cheaper than the PlayStation 5 controller. The PlayStation 5 controller feels so nice. The PlayStation 5 controller, in my opinion, is the best controller since probably probably the GameCube. Yeah. And or are you, are you 360 control? I like the 360 controller when it came out. Yeah, for the time, like that was a really good one. Used to suck. I used to hate DualSense controllers. Like the PS4, yeah. PS2 PS controllers, I hated. PS5 yeah, controllers. I agree with you. Uh, the PS5 controller is my favorite controller. Yeah. And it, it's funny too, because like I was playing, uh, I was playing, uh, I try, I got my phone, I have the, what's it called? The, the controller, the backbone controller. Okay, yeah. So I was trying to like streaming, like play, you know, the PS streaming on my phone. And it, it worked okay, but eh. But anyways, yeah. I don't know what it is, but my for handheld gaming, my brain is a, it's a switch. <laughs> so like when I was when I was trying to do things, I was pushing like X button or the A if you're an Xbox player, yeah. like it's the O button. Yeah, or you know, like I was, I was pushing it like yeah, B like is the A and B are flipped. Yeah, and I that don't know why be because my backbone, my backbone is PlayStation themed, so the buttons on my backbone are like you know X square and stuff. Yeah, across whatever you say. And like I was still playing it like it was a Switch. Yeah, like my brain crazy. is embedded for Switch buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like I was playing Resident Evil like that, and it was screwing me up. <laughs> Like, legitly, you know, you're trying to fight these zombie things, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> pushing the wrong buttons. That's a game where you do not want to be pushing the wrong buttons. That'll get you in trouble. No, no. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we go, I know we're running a little longer. What, how, did you get any farther in Resident Evil? Um, I'm just to, so I'm still in Chapter 3. I'm to the part, I just got to the training area. Like, elevator oh, yeah, down. Yeah. Um, so I did that a little bit, and that's where I stopped. But, yeah, I'm liking it that's a lot. That's new. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, which I was actually really fun. I liked doing that, the training stuff. Yeah, it, it. I like being able to try out all the weapons and get a feel for them before, mm-hmm. like, wasting ammo. Yeah. Because yeah. I only used three weapons in that game. I used the shotgun, the pistol. It was the upgraded shotgun. I don't know if you got it yet. I don't think so. But there's a second shot. I think it's called, like, I don't remember what it's called, but there's a second shotgun and a second pistol I use, and I use some rifle to get Towards the middle end of the game. Okay. Those are I didn't I never used the machine gun because I felt like I was just fighting for ammo with that because I just spray and parry. <laughs> yeah. I could I see that I... melting through ammo, yeah. Yeah. Uh anyways, so you're digging it though? Yeah, I'm I've been using the pistol mostly. I do have that first shotgun yeah. and I have the rifle to pick people off from okay. far away, like those stupid dynamite yeah. people. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I hate those things, too. Uh, yeah, those things are annoying, and I'm hitting every single bear trap. I think I'm finally starting to get better at it, but the first few hours <laughs> playing that game, I was like, ah, another bear trap, dang it. 
Oh, yeah, this is really the f- most I've ever played any Resident Evil, and I'm only on chapter three. Like, I've only ever really played bite sizes of it, so it's interesting. Yeah. It's definitely a different kind of game than I've played, and it's fun learning the new style of game. Yeah, it's cool. I think what Resident Evil 4 does the greatest for, for like a horror action type game, because it's definitely more action horror, not really horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Resident Evil 4 has such good pacing. Like, there's there's maybe a half an hour you're fighting, going through ammo, and there'll be a half an hour of like puzzles, and you kind of recuperate and you're doing more puzzle based stuff. So, like, I never yeah. got bored in the sense of like, there's too much fighting or too much puzzles. Yeah, I feel it's, that so far, and that it has been a good balance. And it's, it stays like that throughout the game. Like I said, the castle section in the middle is my, my favorite part of the game, and it has a good balance, too. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see um, that part. But yeah, that's that's awesome. I've been playing more Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm, I think I'm on Chapter 7 or 8 now. Okay. Uh, and because uh, I had played it before, but I only, honestly, I think I only played like like a chapter or two, and then like and then COVID hit and I moved down to Arizona and I just never mm. picked it back up. Yeah. Uh, but man, dude, the characters, the, the cutscenes, the yeah. story, the, the, the combat is the perfect combat for me. It's yeah, not fun. It's not like a hack and slash, like final fantasy 16, but it's not turn based. Like I don't really care for turn based. I think the, I think honestly, if they should just, for all future Final Fantasy games, for a fan like me, I think this is the best combat they've had. Yeah, I like the um, combat. It's definitely better than 16. Um, I'm, yeah. re- I'm playing I don't the... like turn-based. But... Yeah, I do like the turn-based, but I understand that it's not for everybody. Um, I've been playing a little bit of the DLC for that, too. The Intermission DLC with Yuffie. So I'm getting ready for the, oh, the okay. new one. When does that come out? Uh, the 29th? Oh, this month. Oh, crap. Yeah. I gotta beat this game. I gotta beat this game. Okay. 29th, yep. I don't know. And I think next month I have Dragon's Dogma. Oh, yeah. Which I, I definitely want to get that, but... Yeah, I'll try that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll beat this, but I'm, I'm having... I think that... The, the, what fa- what I've noticed with the Final Fantasy games I played, which isn't a lot, I feel like they do characters really well. They do, yeah. Like, like in this game, I care about all the characters. Yep. Like, all, like I, I I like them all. Like, and they do like clouds, like a freaking all the girls want him, bro. <laughs> yeah. Why why are the girls so hot in this game? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, whoever's listening to this, but it's like come. <laughs> this game just overall is beautiful. I feel like they, the the Let's graphics the of this game, and the environment. <laughs> yeah, it's all just looks amazing. <laughs> and then you go back and play the other one, and my wife's like, "Why are they so blocky?" <laughs> yeah, why are they so blocky? I'm like, "Well, it was a long <laughs> time ago." <laughs> uh. So I, I will say this because so I play. Well, I I did play the original Final Final Fantasy Seven. I don't think I ever beat it, but I did get out of Midgard. Like I've got pretty deep into it. Um, okay. I will say with this game is a hundred percent better than Final Fantasy Sixteen. I still like. Fin- I think Final Fantasy Sixteen story is still really good. 
Yeah, and some of their cutscenes like looked amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think the combat is perfected in this game. Like, I think it's the perfect balance. And I also think, and I still like the story of Final Fantasy VII more. I like the yeah. I don't know. I like the you know little man versus big man kind of thing and a ragtag group of people and and you have your childhood friend almost you know with tifa like i like the story of this one a lot i'm interested how they'll do the story in the next one um i won't get too deep into it because i don't want to spoil the story for you but it's definitely different than the original um so i wonder what kind of changes they'll make in the rebirth Mm -hmm. i'm excited like yeah so well, let's just okay. Don't listen to the okay. If no one wants to know anything about it, just don't listen to the next minute. Okay, so mute or go away. And come back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just told you to go away. <laughs> no, but so they obviously don't get out of Midgar in the first game. I know that. Like it's solely based. They don't go out into the open world, correct? Uh, you don't play anything out in the open world, correct? Uh, play anything. So in this game, is this one supposed to be a lot more open and grand than this first one? I have a Do feeling. I haven't seen... I heard that the, there's a trailer out, and it's like, it looks incredible, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it yet. Um, but if I were to guess, yeah, probably. More open world, more options of where to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe not fully open casino, world. But... So that means you're not in the casino in this first game, huh? Uh, you know what that casino part? Yeah. Um... You don't get to the golden saucer. You do get. I think there's like some kind of casino-ish kind of. I don't know why I love that part in the in the original game. I don't know why. Yeah, that's a good part. It's so much fun. Maybe because it's so different than yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I'm excited. Like, yeah, me too. I don't know playing this game and there's some parts what what I liked about it. Like, there's some. It can get intense. Like I was in a part where like I'm going on doing little side missions down there, helping the, the town out, and then we're going to go on a big mission, but uh, what's her name? Uh, not Tifa. What's the other girl's name? I can't remember her name right now. Um, um, that's on your team. Yeah. Uh, um, what's her name? Jessie. Jessie, yeah. She's like, wants to she wants to go back up top and uh get like some sort of schematics or a bomb or something mm-hmm. um and they you see like they visit her mom and stuff and yeah uh, there's some yeah. moments where i'm like oh my god are they gonna kill someone off or whatever so they, i don't remember the details of the original game they really went into the backstory of like jesse and those avalanche members a lot more in this in the original you don't know it, that much about them so I, I, was just, I don't cool. remember any that kind of stuff like in the original. Yeah, because in the original, this... you're only in Midgar for like I want to say like a tenth of the game or something. Like it's not a lot, not a big portion, not a majority of the game. Um, so you really get a lot more yeah. time with the characters in the remake. And I I like it because it's building it up. Like if something does happen, I'm gonna like care. They do such a good yeah. job with making you like these characters. Yep. And I think that's what's the, the combat and then the characters are kind of what stood out. What's the two main things in the game I should love? Story yeah. combat characters. Yep. I love it all. There's not one complaint I have in this game. I'm trying to think of a complaint. And I, I, I really I don't have a complaint off the top of my head. Like I'm liking it that much. Yeah. I mean the only thing 
I've seen some people complain about is it is very different than the original. Um, but like I said, yeah. I'm, I'm more looking forward to seeing what, how they handle those differences and what they do with it um, in the next one. Yeah. So see, but I'm not like, I played a little bit of original, but I'm not like a hardcore, you know, yeah. like, Oh my God, I played that a million times. So for someone like me who hasn't played it that much, then, uh, then yeah, like it, to me, that's not an issue, uh, yeah. but I can see why people would be, you know, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, we won't take up too much more time, but, uh, yeah, I'm playing I'm that game. Can't so wait for the excited. next one. So excited for the next one. Do you have it pre-ordered or no? No, but I might, um, this week I might pre-order it. So yeah, yeah you, I'll, I'll get Final Fantasy. Yeah, perfect. And I'll get Dragon's Dogma, and I'm sure there's other games. If there's any other games throughout the year, we won't split on, we can. Yeah. Or just do what we're doing every other game or whatever. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I don't care about owning it. Like, I'm not that, like, if you want to buy one, I'll buy one. I really don't care. Yeah, I don't care that much about owning one. As long as I can say. play the game. Right. So, and I know we'll be sharing games forever, so it's not like <laughs> we're going to turn on each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were the chosen oh, right, one. Cool. <laughs> no. I'm not sharing my games with you anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks everybody right. for tuning into the VGA podcast, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Peace.